to tell everyone to keep on going, keep keep on trucking, um, because there is hope. There there is goodness. There's goodness everywhere. You just have to be open to see it. Welcome everybody to the Valdoco podcast. We are here. I'm gonna do that over. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we could do that. Yeah, we could do it over. Okay. It's take two. Welcome everybody to the Valdoco Salesian Family Podcast. I am Father Steve. I'm Vicky. And we are here via Zoom. We're no longer a podcast on the road. We are here in New Rochelle, but we have a guest on Zoom. And we are here with Izzy from Miami. Hi. (laughs) This feels so weird because I can see you guys and no one can see me. Um, Hi, like Padre said, my name's Izzy. I'm from Miami. I'm currently a seventh grade teacher aide. Um, I went to the best high school, Immaculada LaSalle High School, Girl Royals. Um, I'm studying education. Uh, What else? I work for the Archdiocese as well as a freelancer in the communications office. I'm very involved in my church. If I'm not at church, I'm at SoulCycle. If I'm not at SoulCycle, I'm at home watching Netflix. That is basically (laughs) my life in a nutshell. (laughs) And collecting snow globes yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i can add that i can edit that out if you don't want if you don't want people to know no no, no i like it no, it's okay, it's okay. Fan mail. Yeah, if you want to send izzy a snow globe you can send to uh no i won't give you address <laughs> 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 oh, good so we're happy so on this podcast we call this podcast valdoco and we're we've been kind of going through what that means and the different movements of what it means to be Valdoco, what it means to be an oratory and kind of in that Silesian charism. So we have, Vicky, we have done uh, a home that welcomes. Mm-hmm. We've done a school. school that prepares for life. We've done a parish that has a, a parish that evangelizes. Mm-hmm. And now with Izzy, we are doing a playground where friends can meet. And Yay. This will, yay. <laughs> and so this will be the kind of the fourth uh, movement or fourth criteria for this oratory mm-hmm. um, and we'll kind of get into that conversation but before we do we have our little tradition here mm-hmm. of uh, trying to get to know our guest a little bit better oh my yeah simple questions just this or that izzy so you have two okay. choices you know these questions are very simple you choose one and uh simple this week. we'll see but <laughs> my first question izzy is would you prefer to text or call oh call Wow. No hesitation. Yeah, no hesitation. I, have, I have a friend that we call each other every night for at least an hour and a half. Yeah. Wow. That is not yeah. me. <laughs> that, that is, that is not me at all. Event. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, Izzy. Jonas Brothers or One Direction? Jonas Brothers. I've seen them three times already. I went all the way to Jersey and I drove to Hershey to see them. <laughs> and I drove an hour and a half north to see them again last month. Okay. I was avid, avid, avid concert. I went to five concerts in in October. (laughs) That's a life right there. That's great. My second question is a simple one: iced tea or lemonade? Lemonade. Okay. Iced tea sounds sometimes has a weird flavor. Like it tastes like nothing sometimes. I feel that. All right. Do opinions uh okay is the last one ready mm-hmm. new york or new jersey god <laughs> butterscotch <laughs> okay. 
this is why why did you choose the hard one um so I knew you i'm gonna i'm uh, <laughs> new york but not like the city like you know i, I like the city. okay yeah yeah new york you're gonna have a lot of uh closed homes now in new jersey <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> all her friends all here. your friends no more thanks Izzy. you sold out Izzy. you sold out that was a trick question <laughs> the answer was both no worries no worries there's, there's forgiveness there's forgiveness thanks padre so good thank you for answering those questions now we know you a little bit better mm-hmm. and i'm sure more will come out in our conversation here um but let's get into this this fourth uh fourth movement this playground and what we've been doing now has been just reading a quote to kind of set the conversation to see where um, the Salesian congregation kind of places the emphasis on, uh, on this movement, on this criteria. So this is a quote from the frame of reference that we, our youth ministry, frame of reference, a playground where friends can meet. So here's the quote. The experience of the playground is a natural environment where young people can form and deepen friendship and trust. The playground is understood as the place of education to happiness and joy. It encourages values and attitudes of confidence and a suitable place for the care of each young person, for the little word in the ear, where the relationship between educator and young person helps to overcome the formalism associated with other structures, roles, and environments, end quote. So here we have kind of to set the tone for the conversation, this playground that is I don't know, I think in many other schools or many educational systems, the playground is not seen as kind of part of the system. It's always, you know, recess or whatever is just a time to get away. But within the Salesian Charism, within, within this oratory, it is really a fundamental place that, that works. Evangelization, everything else, the home that welcomes, evangelization, the school that prepares for life, it needs this playground aspect where there can be what it says here, no trust, happiness, joy, confidence um and this relationship can really build outside of the you know formal classroom or the formal structure of a of a school or a parish or whatever that we need this place to form and deepen friendships and trust and all of that um so it's i don't know it's interesting that we place so much in emphasis on play Mm -hmm. on the playground Um, and so we'll kind of get into that as a as a group right here so why don't we, yeah, why don't we begin with just some personal testimony, no? So, yeah. you... so Izzy, if you could tell us about your experience as a playground, I think first as a student and then now as an educator. As a student, I, like, when I think of playground, I think of friends and teachers that have supported me and helped me throughout my years of high school and also in elementary Um so I went to a Salesian high school, but growing up, I went to a school that was run by the Carmelite sisters and it's the same school I work at now. Um, but of course, there's going to be groups of people that don't believe in God, that they don't care about retreats, but they're also your so-called friends, air quotes. But then you have your group of God friends that they're trying to help you get closer to Christ. And you have your teachers that look out for you and that they only want the best for you and they will tell you the harsh truth because that's what happened to me senior year like they will tell me like you need to do better because I know you can and it hurt me but I knew at the end they were helping me Mm -hmm. um 
So that's how I was as a student. Um, now as an educator, it is, I find it more difficult. I'm with seventh graders and eighth graders, more seventh graders, mm-hmm. and they haven't had an encounter with Christ. And it's so frustrating <laughs> because you just want to like, like grab them in the face. Like you need Christ. Like you need him right now. But they, we, it's hard to give them that encounter with Christ. So it's more of giving that Salesian love. And I told Vicky the first time I heard the podcast, I'm like, I really miss home. And of course, home is where my Salesians are, but I try to spread that Salesian joy wherever I can. The, the kids might think I'm too crazy, too caring, but at least they know that they're loved. Mm-hmm. And that is my main thing because some of them, they've told me stories and I don't worry for them a lot because I know they're they're okay but it's just it it hurts because you want to do so much but you can't because you're just there as their teacher but you know that you can pray for them that I'm there that they can talk I'm there so they can talk to me if anything so it's like bringing Don Bosco to them slowly and then hopefully in high school they'll encounter Christ somehow some way that's that's my prayer for them yes it is and I think it's it's not easy to do but because I think as sometimes as teachers, our job is to be in a classroom. No, like sometimes that's the way we think is that I am meant oh. to be in the classroom and that's where I teach. And that's where, um, you know, I meet my students, but Don Bosco really tried to encourage all his animators, all his teachers to, to get out onto the playground. Oh. And in, in this quote, it talks about like this little word in the ear, you know, and that's what Don Bosco used to do. He used to go around the, you know, go around the playground and he used to just mention you know, little things like the teacher said to you, no, you need to, okay, you can do a little bit better here. Mm-hmm. Or did you think about this? Or how was, you know, how are your parents doing? Or, you know, using the playground as a place to interact and to, to speak to the students to kind of gain some trust and to build a relationship. Uh-huh. Um, do you find that like now that you're a, a teacher, have you found any of that on the playground? Are you able to do that a little bit? Yes. Since I I blame my age because I'm literally ten or nine years older than them, and I they're not they're taller than me. I look like <laughs> a high schooler than them, so they can trust me. But it's also you have to have that boundary of like I can be there for you, but I'm also your teacher. Right. So it that's where it gets difficult as well. Um, and it's been a it's been a little challenging, and they they see how much that I that if they know that when some teachers might not be like open to hearing all about their their drama or their family life or what's happening but they know that there's they have someone that they can trust and and if they tell me something I'm like if it's a little concerning I'm like I have to I have to tell an adult like I have to tell a teacher because that's my responsibility as an educator I want them to be safe and yeah that's 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 all I care for yeah I think um just like listening because I you know we've talked about that that part of like the difficulty Mm -hmm. with age I think especially because you do you you have to really set like a really hard boundary sometimes because like they'll blow past it right of that understanding because I think it is so easy especially like with the Asian charism to like people feel comfortable it's that home and they know that you love them and that you want the best for them but it gets Right. It's hard, especially being young. And I think you do a really beautiful job, though, of keeping that um, and growing in that. And you talk about it, which I think is a really good thing. Like you use the people that either I think like you encountered earlier on in life, like at, you know, where you work, but then also just making sure that like you're in conversation with people to make sure that you're being held accountable, which is is like a continuation of the playground. No, like 
of the whatever teacher that like held you accountable like earlier on in high school like that was building the confidence that attitude of confidence that it talks about and I, I love that right like that we get to help people feel like that they're growing and growing and growing uh-huh. and how how important that is I think especially as you become a young professional like you are a young professional it's a really strange place to be <laughs> you're doing it, it is. <laughs> we're here yeah yeah, yeah. So many, yeah. And when I was a, when I first became a teacher, you know, I never really thought about being a teacher growing up or anything like that. It was not one of my goals, but then becoming a Salesian, I was sent to a school, you know, and some of the advice is, you know, don't smile until Christmas, you know, to, to really lay down the foundation that you are serious, you're a teacher, don't mess with me mm-hmm. like that. And I didn't follow that example. And I went in, you know, a little bit too, too lax and too whatever. And then they, they ended up walking all over me. You know, they took advantage. <laughs> yeah. And so it really is an art. Like Don Bosco had the art of being a friend, yeah. but then mm-hmm. calling the person to responsibility, mm-hmm. calling them to maturity. Like they, they knew with Don Bosco that he expected them to go to mass. He expected them to study. He expected them to reach the potential that was within them. Um, but then he could also play and have fun and smile. And so really it is an art that I, like I obviously didn't do that well my first years of, of teaching, <laughs> but it is beautiful if we can kind of cultivate that, you know, that I can, I can be on the playground, I can have fun, they can see that I am trustworthy, authentic, or whatever. But then I also have that attitude of, I expect you to do your homework, I expect right. you mm-hmm. to respect your parents and the other teachers, I expect you to, exactly. to pray and to go to mass, like all of these things. So um, it is, but I think that only happens is if there's confidence, no, if there's trust, mm-hmm. uh-huh. they trust us. And now that I'm a, you know, back in the place where I taught and I'm reaching out to all the alumni, there's still a relationship there. So maybe I wasn't the best teacher, but I did have the relationship that now carries on, you know, now I can call them up. Now I see them, I go out to lunch, you know, they're coming back for an alumni event, you know, there's, so there's still a, a relationship there that continues. So I think that is, I think most of that was built on the playground. Most of that was built outside of the classroom. And I think that's so important for, for the solution charism, this preventive system, um, all these things. Yeah. I think just to kind of like keep going just about the, the, the idea of friendship, right. Of, so then like, who did you meet in this aspect of the playground, right. Where friends meet, who did you meet Izzy? Oh my, Oh, that's difficult. It's not, it's not a hard question to answer. It's just like meeting like when I think of playground, obviously I think the solution terrorism, but how I said also, I met teachers while I was in the school. I grew up with my elementary school and middle school. And it was like weird because I had some teachers that were like that very stern, very, I don't really, it sounds mean to say, but very, I don't care for your emotions. Like you need to do your work. But then there's teachers that go out of their ways for you to succeed. And I, when I think of player, I think of the adults that have helped me this whole time. Why am I getting emotional? (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of them, an adult, um, Father Pat Angelucci, which I've known my whole life. He's the one that instilled the Salesian spirit in me and I could see it daily. (laughs) I'd be crying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I can still, I still meet people in like a different, like it might be a teacher that, I had um, growing up, but then now I work with them. 
and they're they're giving me advice which is so weird like the con just the concept like i'm the youngest they might be a grandmother to 12 children already you know um and they they're they're meeting me where i am they're giving me advice they're telling me hey stay in school i I still in school slowly but steadily um so that's that's the fun part that there's adults that do care for you no matter you're not their student anymore and now you're co now you're their co-worker and it's it's special and i i'm thankful for the opportunity yeah yeah i've seen that a lot actually and that's really one of the things that attracted me so much to the Slesian charism is is this long-term accompaniment like you i've, I've met so many adults and teachers who have just stuck with the yep. kids and they know the students know that they can always come back they know that they have this figure in their life that is that really does care that maybe is not around all the time that you guys we travel okay and it's not just Salesians. no it's sisters it's uh, sdbs it's uh, yeah. cooperators yeah. lay people teachers mm-hmm. like it's just that mm-hmm. that spirit of friendship that spirit of accompaniment um is really beautiful and you know we definitely need more of that in our educational system and in our our world in general yeah um, people that care like that deep like when i went back for the slr down south like seeing teachers that I hadn't seen in so long, but really that were even then were more than just teachers, like people that I like every, every once in a while, like send them a message, like, how are you, whatever. <laughs> and they send pictures of their kids. And I just want to like melt and cry a little bit. Um, and just like beautiful to see them living these lives. And like, I'm sure it's just the same, right. The people that really like walked with me and like, know me, like yeah. they just, they know, you know, of just how like how are you and they're they're asking the deep person not like the fast Ooh, how are you whatever and get on with it move on but like mm-hmm. the embrace the cry the all of these things <laughs> of like it's been so long like you know all this stuff so but it makes it it makes a difference and I don't know a lot of places that get to have that like that deep connection that happens because like the playground is life you know like it's this like mm-hmm. miniature encounter of what life is going to be like and then you get to go out and come back and share like what you experienced on the outside afterwards. I think that's a good point. No, the playground is, is more the daily life. When we think of playground, I think of like a jungle gym and Mm -hmm. like slides (laughs) and things like that, but that's not (laughs) like the playground is whatever's outside of the formal structures of Mm -hmm. the parish and the school, you know, that it's, it's this daily life, this encounter on the street, it's an encounter in the grocery store. It's the encounter, you know, wherever, um, so that there can be a physical playground on the school property or at the parish, but playground is really the places where friends meet in between. and and that could be anywhere. It could be at a bar. It could be, you know, wherever, but to infuse this Christian Christ, who is the friend who is with us everywhere. I think that is a, a thing that we can so often forget. And what we are trying to do with, with young people. And even in our own life, I think is that our faith is not only lived in the church no our faith like in the building the church mm-hmm. that our faith is not only like in the catholic school but it's everywhere like yeah. christ comes with us everywhere god is everywhere and so if we can not be so segregated like uh, fragmented know that i on sunday i live my faith but then the other days i don't but that, like that was yeah god god was i mean damasco was all about daily life you no know, your daily responsibilities christ is there with you always um and how to yeah, how to live that and the fact that that brings brings joy and bring comfort it brings it brings like real life to you so um, but i got a question about this this person that you talk to you don't have to speak about this i don't know if it's personal but the fact that you speak to somebody an hour and a half every night is like uh <laughs> 
that's a that's something that I don't see very often. So I don't know if it's a friend that you can just like what does that mean to you? Like friendship and this uh <laughs> you don't have that. We can we can uh, no, 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 no. I want to because friendship, like I have friends. Like I literally I don't see I see this person once a week because of youth group and we don't hang out much. So um Sorry, my pastor just texted me. <laughs> Telling me on a different podcast. Yeah. yeah, I will. He's gonna get mad, but okay. <laughs> so my friend, I see him once a week and we just talk on the phone. We talk about life, we talk about faith. He's also an educator, so I rant to him about my day. Um, so I have like those that type of friends. And I have a friend like Vicky that I don't see her often. We don't text often, we don't call often, but once I see her or I see my friend that comes back from Catholic, oh my gosh, she comes back today. We'll have to text her after this. Like, it's like <laughs> seeing friends like that. It doesn't matter how long you've seen each other. You see them. It's like nothing has changed. Yeah. You're talking to them. And for me, friendship, it's, it's, I want to say it's different with each person, but you have that same love and for everyone that in your life that it doesn't change and you want the best for them. You want to see them, um, grow you want to see them happy like the friend that comes back today she recently got in a relationship and I was so happy for her I started crying <laughs> over FaceTime um but I like at the end I want my friends to be happy that's that's it and it doesn't matter if they might if they're literally 10 minutes away and I see them once a week or they live in New York and they invite me on a podcast like Vicky so <laughs> it's uh, friendships it, it's I love it I I I, I don't think I am. I wouldn't be the person I am today because of my friends. Like, I, if I did, if I didn't have them, God knows where I'd be, really, because yeah. they're the ones that keep me accountable when I mess up. They tell me, "Hey, you're not doing that. You shouldn't be doing that." Or, "Why don't you come to adoration more?" Um, and also, I have my holy friends. My one of my best one of my best friends at my school is um, a Carmelite sister, and I would go to her class. I didn't have her now. I didn't have her as a student, but now um, I'll go to her class after school. And then like, she'll tell me like how it was a difficult day. And I told her it was a difficult day. I, I ask her questions about faith that I'm not sure about. And yeah. it's like, it's like, I, I, I can have, that's someone I've met on the playground that has helped me. And even though she's a Carmelite, she, and she might not have that Salesian charism like we do, but it's, it's that, that, that makes everything so beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. You're holding it together as you're not crying. Yeah, I know I'm not. I really am holding it. I thought it you were together. gonna cry right there. No, I won't. Maybe later on. Okay, so then speaking about like okay, so you have these like different friendships, but like is you live a very different life than a lot of different people, right? Like that you live like in your faith is throughout your life. Yeah. And you live really authentically. Like if anybody that knows Izzy knows that she is herself all the time, like truly all the time. But in in church outside at a restaurant on snapchat um on instagram um yeah, it's izzy yeah it's you're izzy. izzy like you're getting izzy the top-notch full thing she picked up father lou sorry really quick picked up father lou from the airport and he was like she was just yelling and beeping at people and i was like with you in the car and he was like mm-hmm. he was like i loved it it was awesome like it was just izzy <laughs> like that and i was like awesome i was like i'm so glad she picked you up that's <laughs> so good but like that's that's really like we were talking about it because it, it's like the pedagogy of joy um and it's like what do, what does it mean for you to serve the lord in this holy joy because i think that's joy i would categorize how you live this authentic life wild <laughs> and also beautiful is this joy but you tell me i don't know 
Um, there was in high school, senior year, I wasn't joyful. And that's when my teachers held me accountable. Yeah. So that was what, that was one of the first, I think that was the only uh, sophomore year too, but that was like great, like school things. But me that they're like, Izzy, what is wrong with you? What, what, what's happening? You know? And I go back to that moment and I think how someone cared for me so much. And now, yes, I have people that care for me and it is hard. Like, again, I live at my parish. I work there. I am a catechist as well. I didn't mention that for seventh grade. I am the youth group leader for high schoolers. I'm involved in my youth group in Cuentro Suveniles, um, which I'm, I'm the director for the next high school girls retreat. Yeah, uh, yeah I forgot to tell you that. That's awesome. <laughs> um, what else? Again, my other side job is within the archdiocese and um, it's uh, evangelizing in a way using photos and videos that I'm not used to. Um, it's hard sometimes, but being joyful, that's, I think that's how God, that's how Jesus wants us to be and to serve in any way that we can, even though it might exhaust you at the end of the day, but it is the Lord's work. You are doing it for him. You're not doing it for yourself. Sometimes <laughs> I do want the recognition because <laughs> I have a, I have a big ego sometimes. <laughs> like the Isabel and me, they're like, I, I want you to say I did good. Like I want, I, I need those words of affirmation, like reassurance. And that's yeah. what my pastor just texted me about. He's like, did they, did they give you a warm welcome or something? And he's, <laughs> I was going to tell him, no, it's okay. But my ego's still fine. But I'm happy that I'm places that I don't feel judged, that they accept, that they accept me, even though <laughs> a few weeks ago, um, Mother General of the Carmelite Sisters came to visit Miami and they invited me to a Halloween party at the convent. And Ooh. I asked my, and I asked the, my, my best friend, coworker, sister, Sean Pauline, sister, how should I act? Because you know, it's yeah. mother general. <laughs> this is a pretty big deal. I, could, I can't be too Izzy. And that's how it is sometimes. Cause I can be full Izzy or I can be Isabel. You know, yeah. there's, there's a difference <laughs> in like in character, not personality, like how I act, like I can't, you know? And I told my, my boss, I go, sister, sister Rosalie I'm a little nervous and mother general hears me she goes why are you nervous I'm just a normal person I'm just I just wear a habit I go okay <laughs> super cool cool nun you know she was so open and she said something when she left and she mentioned that joy she says I can see how you love your work and I want everyone to be I want everyone to love their work as much as you do so thank you continue and I start crying I go I'm sorry can I give you a hug <laughs> gave me a hug so it's it's because it's there's too there's so much sadness like every, everything like there's something there's always something wrong in the world you know not the world's wrong but like sadness and not malice you need to be joyful you need to smile even if it's at a spinning class your instructor might tell you you're literally on a bike going nowhere smile all right tell my kids <laughs> in the morning good morning smile it's a good day you're alive mm -hmm. I know you might not I know you have like three tests today, but hey, you're here. So yeah. it's finding the little joys and everything. Because um, when you're at your deepest, darkest moments and there's nowhere that you can't see, it's like picking those little things and seeing the blessings. And I think actually talking about this makes you realize in the Thanksgiving season that we are so blessed and yeah. we have to be joyful. You know, I think that's a Bible passage or something like the my Lord has given me everything. I should shout his name with praise, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I literally shout his name in praise. I <laughs> Vicky knows. <laughs> beautiful. But this may be because you are so busy, 
And I think obviously our life goes up and down and there's good times, bad times, but what is it? If you can share, are there like practical things that you do on a daily basis that can helps you to like recognize the blessings and recognize the moments of joy? Like is, if you were speaking to a young person right now and said, I have nothing to be joyful about, mm. like, why are you asking me to smile? Is there, obviously it's a grace. I think you are very grace filled. Like you have been given a gift that you're meant to share with people. But I think also there, maybe there's some practical things that you do on a daily basis that can help you open the eyes or whatever. I don't know if you can share to that, speak to that. To be completely honest, there is nothing I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really I, I have that foundation. So I used to go to daily mass at 7 a.m. at LaSalle. And then if I were to go to mass now, I'd be at 6.15 a.m., but I can't even get to work on time. So, <laughs> and my co I don't mind putting that in the world because they know me. <laughs> and I literally live two minutes away. <laughs> it's really but um, I try to go to adoration and I speak to Jesus. I literally talk to him, like as we all should as a friend. I literally call him what's up jc like it's and and i said that to my boss (laughs) and she goes do you just call jesus jc i go yeah isn't his name jesus christ you know like he's a homie homie jc so it's it's i think first you can't really tell someone like yes there might not be anything yes there is things that you need to be joyful about but for me it's having that foundation that i am I'm tremendously blessed. I got from my parents, from my education, from my friends, um, from retreats. So that's, that's how I see it. Cause I had, I, I saw people like Vicky telling me like to journal. So what do I do now? I don't have a homily journal with me, but whenever I go to mass, I write down notes during the homily. I journal. I haven't journaled in a while, but it's writing out things or talking to God and saying, thank you, you know, and not being, selfish because i think it's kind of i don't know if this is the correct wording for it but when you can't see joy when i when i think you can't see anything good in your life it's like you're being selfish you're not opening yourself to the world um and it's i know it's difficult i've i've been there and like at the deepest deepest like darkest night tunnel whatever you want to call it and i'm here now and i can't i couldn't be happier i i well, like there's times that like I can't do better in my faith. I can do better in my work. We can all do better. But mm-hmm. it's it's telling someone, you know, it's okay. You you don't don't worry. Yeah. You have Jesus with you and reminding them that they are loved. Cause I, I've noticed that that people that kids, a, adults, they need to feel love because sometimes they might not have love. You there you might be the only Jesus Christ they encounter that day. Yeah. And that's that's what I always think to myself that. I need to be Jesus Christ for them. I need to be someone that they can, that they know that, or that they're there, that they're, that someone's there for them. Yeah. yeah. I got there. No, that's, I think that's so, it's just, it's good. It's so good to hear you say it like that too. I think just because like, we're so lucky. We like, we know God, like, like, and some people don't. And I was just talking to my sister about this. Um, she has a really hard job. She works with people that are like, struggling Uh um with like mental illness and and like just a lot of different stuff and it's hard right like when you hear over and over again like people that are living in despair but like and it gets to you right and we had like those um a friend like a family friend passed away and um just horrible like these tragic things 
and it was overwhelming for her and I was like we get to live like with yes these feelings that that eventually will will fall away but that we get to live differently and we get to look at life differently with instead of this like air of despair but an air of hope and like with actual like real joy that like lives through all these moments because we need all of those like really difficult things to ensure that like we're looking to God like and he like that's life like like life is the is all parts of it not just the good and so I think just to hear you talk about it like that like it's just it's the foundation right it's how you build your life and that it's possible I think to rebuild that you can Mm -hmm. rebuild the joy that your life can be founded on instead so that it really flows through everything instead of just like you have to find it every time you lose it um yeah because i think it's that word foundation really because i guess i never put it into those words before but Mm -hmm. you know as god christ as foundation joy as foundation so we're not always going to be happy like we're not always going to have the feelings of happiness Mm -hmm. we're not always going to have the feelings of but there is a underlying like foundation of joy because i am a child of god because uh, i have that grace i have you know that there is a foundation there that carries me through even in moments when i'm really sad or upset or angry or whatever feeling is coming up but there is a foundation of love there's a foundation of joy that can really carry carry people through and does and i definitely i see that in you even though we've never met before but uh (laughs) You know, there's definitely an authenticity and a joy there that I hear stories and it's a, uh, it's good. I hope it's a good one. <laughs> it's all, all good. good. They're all good. It's okay. all good. Yay. So definitely, um, yeah, I appreciate your insights in that um, because it's something that I think we miss. I think we miss in our worlds, in a lot of our schools, they could become places of, uh, I don't know, mediocrity. They could become places of despair, mm-hmm. of, of bullying, of mistrust like all the things that really bring us down yeah. our schools even our churches sometimes can be filled with with some of the stuff um, so to try to bring that trust and joy and friendship and relationship and that it's something really meaningful um, like that's what we were created for but uh yeah, we need more people who can who can witness to that um, so keep it up izzy thank you (laughs) before we finish father steve said it was a new tradition on the last one another tradition another tradition 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 after tradition out here (laughs) um (laughs) okay so a two-sided question so what advice would you give for like what advice would you give to a young person like maybe struggling with joy or struggling with playground or struggling with whatever people in your life whatever however you want to take it but then also a younger Izzy, like what advice would you give to younger Izzy? Uh, when I think of a young person, I think of one of my students, um, specifically one that I, I am trying for her to see the light because I know that she had that light growing up and then it faded out and then it's now it's non-existent. And I tell her every day, like, I ask her, how are you? What, what do you need? What, what prayers do you need? And as they might not believe in prayer as much as like we do now as adults, because we know the power of prayer. They don't know it yet. Some of them have. Um, But I would tell them like, you have to see the light, even if it's like super tiny, 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 because, and I'll share with them. I'll I'll be personal because I know, and I've said it um, before that I didn't, I didn't have it. I couldn't see it and let them know that they're loved 
and care for, even though at home they might not be. And it's frustrating because you know it's you know it's it's not. And I'm not gonna get emotional right now. Um, <laughs> that's that's why I would tell a younger person, even their teenagers and high and high schoolers, I'll say like, wait, just just give it a few more months. Give your high school, even even though it's not the best one, like LaSalle. The rest high all the high schools are really good too. But just just give it a few more months. Give your give your don't don't be sad. Like they will tell me, oh, I'm exhausted. I hate school. I go, okay, I hate I hate school now. And as as a college student, I don't want to I don't want to go to class. But I tell them like, give it a few months. Give it. Be open to your teachers. Uh, be open to what the school has for you. Um, what I tell a younger Izzy, uh, to oh God, why am I gonna cry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you guys that much. <laughs> Give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that question. I thought I'm gonna say on the spot because I can't prepare it mentally because I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh and cry. That's one of the things that's really weird about me. No, it's even unique. <laughs> that's the, the joy. joy. Um, what I tell younger is the um to not stop going to mass because there was a point that I didn't go to mass because I was mad at God. Like it was just a bunch of personal things. <laughs> And I came back because of my youth group of Encuentro Suvenibas. And who, who knew that I'd become this really big, big leader, but I'd become a leader. I'm not as like in leadership anymore, but I'm still a leader. You know, <laughs> we're all leaders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I tell her to not give up and to keep going. Be, be open to the light. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, just to keep, to tell everyone to keep on going, keep, keep on trucking. Um, because there is hope there there is goodness there's goodness everywhere you just have to be open to see it amen Izzy, yeah. i love that thanks Izzy. yeah so thank you and uh another tradition <laughs> is that we always ask we always ask the guests to to close us out in prayer oh, oh gosh <laughs> you'd be willing to just any kind of prayer, anything that comes from the heart, mm-hmm. uh, but just speak, yeah, speak uh, for us. We are here. God is here. And uh, if you can just close us out in prayer. Lord, Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, thank you so much for having us here. Thank you for giving us these amount, these blessings that we can see every day. We pray to Don Bosco that you may continue um, guiding us with your spirit guiding us in the playground, in the school, at church, everywhere that we go, that we may encounter Christ every day and that may we be Christ to everyone in our lives, no matter if they are young people or co-workers or be within their own families. May we always continue to be the light of the world because at the end, that's what you wanted us to do. And this we say, amen. Amen. Thank you, Izzy. <laughs> Thank you. So You're so awesome, Izzy. So we hope, uh, hope, hope to see you in Miami one day. Oh yes, please come on, please come down, please come on down. <laughs> it's fun. Miami's Miami's fun. That's not as good as New York, but it's okay. Sorry. Poor New Jersey. <laughs> we love you, New Jersey. We love you, New Jersey. Love you, Jersey. Thanks for always having me, giving me a home when I'm stranded, when JetBlue cancels my flights. Sponsored by JetBlue. All right, so we'll close out. We'll invite you back next week. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, don't forget, when you hear this, we've already started Advent. We are preparing for Christmas. So 
keep it going. Yeah. Happy Advent. Happy Advent. Let's move together and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.